The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and the longer our sound effects are, the better your life is. Just that simple. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, why? Again, because there's this issue of potential nuclear war. But what is on the front cover of all the news places? A divorce in Hollywood. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit around and go, Christianity's really fun just to add into our life, isn't it? Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I can do a voice like this and it makes it fun. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Like, have you ever gone to bed and then you, uh, you've you done everything you're supposed to do, you lay your head down, and then all of a sudden you just can't remember why it is your brain is racing a million miles an hour. And you're just thinking and thinking and thinking, and then you turn to God and you go, all I want to do is fall asleep. Can you help me just fall asleep? Lord, it's your responsibility to help me fall asleep. And then the Lord reminds you, Dave, it's your responsibility not to drink an energy drink at 10 p.m. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, got something rattling around up there in that cage, we want you to be able to reach out to us. It could be a comment. We just don't want it to be kvetchy kvetchy. You can, the opportunity to share about something that's going on, uh, opportunity to share a praise report or a, a prayer request where we kind of join our faith together. We think of it in these simple terms. If everybody had 10 cents of faith and we put it all together, we have several dollars worth of faith. That's how we look at it. I mean, just how do you beat that? So that's what we're asking. If you need that opportunity, we want to provide that for you. Of course, there's a couple of great ways to get a hold of us. Doing a dance in your living room has become one of the more popular ones, but we will wait because we want to see you film that. Okay. And then additionally, you can call us. You can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. Let me tell you what that's like. 
That's like watching a cool cat video. That is awesome. And then you will be... All right, even though I'm a dog fan, some of those cat videos are the funniest things ever. I mean, they're just, I mean, come on, right? I like keyboard cat. There's keyboard, yeah. I love the one where the, the guy has the light and he puts it up the wall. And the guy, it's just so funny. Anyway, uh, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. As well, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at he must increase dot org David in front of the at sign and then after the at sign he must increase dot org. Additionally, we encourage you to go to the website for multiple, multiple reasons. Uh, not the least of which is for everybody to be aware that on the website at the top is a video that tells you about the Ambassadors Initiative. I know you're like, Dave, Dave, you keep talking about the Ambassadors Initiative. Well, I talked to Aunt Deb today. She's sending out some of the material like today, tomorrow kind of thing. So people will be getting brochures. We're going to send out bumper stickers and business cards separately, although she'll probably send out some business cards with it. But the idea behind this is that you will have the opportunity to get whatever you want at any point that you want and we'll cover the cost so it won't be any big deal for you but check out the video check out the brochures know what it is you'd like to get and we'll take care of that for you they are in process the last thing to tell you about is quite simple i mentioned it yesterday we're about 1500 bucks behind our budget it's like you know we don't have a huge budget it's like four four grand or 43 or 44 it's like right in there yeah i don't care we're behind that's what i care i can't i love it when we're up but i don't like it when we're behind I'd like to not have to push my car from fate to Irving. Just somehow, there's got to be a way to get past that. Anyhow, if you can give, that's fantastic. And we do appreciate everybody that's giving, but we have to tell you what the needs are so you can help out so that we can do this whole thing together. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. You know why we're $1,500 short. We just blew the entire budget on those sounds. <laughs> and by the way, Captain Chris goes, we can get you a bicycle. <laughs> you know, I did have a surgery with the knee thing. Thanks a lot, pal. Okay. Did you forget about that? All right. Yeah. Yeah. See? All right. Maybe if I had a canoe paddle to go with it, then I can go like this. That'd be something to watch somebody go down the road with. Uh, let's see. A couple things to also keep you up to date on. Uh, I know you guys have been praying for me for the school. I'm in my last class. I've got four weeks left of this class. Then I have uh, eight weeks of defense, although they merge because somebody didn't know how to use a calendar. That's besides the point, uh, but I am way up. 
and I am planning on being done two weeks ahead of time with the last class. That's how much time I'm, I'm going to do a weekend marathon. So pray for me. Actually, pray for Noelle. She's the one that needs the prayer. Because then Bertie comes up and jumps on the chair, and then he puts his paw on the computer, which is not good. And then he strips the power cord off of the computer, and he thinks he's being funny. Hey, guess what? It's not funny, okay? <laughs> Let me help you. Uh, let's do our rambling sound as we get ready for this next section of Scripture. Well, I'm rambling, 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 That's right. All right. We are in 1 John, the end of chapter 2. I'm going to kind of hit this right off the bat. I don't want you to miss this because we are getting into some seriously cool stuff. Well, it's all cool, but seriously cool stuff. In 1 John, chapter 2, and in verse 28, it says this, And now little children remain in him. If you remember last week, we talked about remaining in the Lord being a big portion of that. So he's reemphasizing it. And by the way, he says remain in him three, four, five times in four verses. So it's like, I think there's something there. When you see something five times in four verses, your brain should go, huh, that's important, <laughs> right? Yes, it is. Actually, it's five times. Yeah, it's five times four verses. So he says this in verse 28, and now little children remain in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. So here's something that Christians do quite a bit. I've done it. I think most people have done it. And that is you get really excited about the Lord's return. And, and it's, who's not excited about it? I mean, I've had dreams. I don't know how prophetic they were or not, but I've had dreams about you know the the uh, the rapture process taking place. Didn't actually pan out the, the same eschatological way that some people thought, but I could be wrong. I don't know. But what I do know is that the Lord is coming back. There's going to be a return. He is coming back. And the scripture tells us, hey, you know what? The Lord's coming back, and when he appears, you want to be confident and unashamed. So it's a pretty simple, John, a master. I mean, it's not the literature style. It's the mastery of getting right to the heart of the matter. He's like, look, when Jesus comes back, you don't want to be pouting because you are messing up. You want to be, yay! You want to be, I am so embarrassed. It's like, no, you don't want that. It's like somebody knocking on your door when you're not expecting it, and you're opening up the door, and your house is a mess, and you're like going, oh. That's exactly what it's like. In fact, that's one of the illustrations. And so, well, the Lord is coming back. Whether, whether people think he is or not is completely irrelevant. Whether everybody on earth understands it or not doesn't mean a thing. He's coming back, period. He said he's coming back. God has never lied. He's true to his word. He's coming back. The only question is when he comes back, is it going to be, yeah, I'm ready, or, ooh, I thought I had a little more time. And if Jesus came to your house right now, or forget the house, what if he came into your car right now? Or forget, what if he came into your office right now, right this second? Anything you're ashamed of? That's an honest question. That's what John just did. He went, right with the word of God, digging in there deep, going, look, we have to have this always ready. We'll talk about that in our DNA. Always prepared, always thoughtful. You're not going to be perfect, but you don't want to be engaged in things you're not supposed to be in and then have the Lord come back. Does that mean you won't be saved? No, you'll be saved. But it'd be better to go up with a smile than... <laughs> 
<laughs> It'd be better to be like, yay, yay, I thought you were coming soon, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, uh, that's a good illustration. It's kind of like anticipating winning the Super Bowl, your team, and then they actually win it. Yay! It's like that whole thing about it. So what I'm trying to say is what John is saying, and I'm just kind of taking what he says and laying it before you. Now, little children, remain in him. You know you need to stay in him, abide in him, live in him. That word remain means to abide or to live. So that when he returns, because he's definitely returning, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming, especially because we've spent our lives on a great portion of our effort and energy, our time, our treasure, and our talent to honor him. And that would be a way to know that we can not only be confident, but that we can be unashamed at his coming. Okay? All right. That's pretty simple, straightforward stuff. Take our break a minute late here. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. What is the David Spoon experience? By the way, I found out uh, just the other day, I know you don't know this, but I found out that I am one of the most hated uh, people in the United States of America and in the world. Did you know that? Uh, because you're a middle-aged white guy? Ha! Let me help you out here, son. Let me help you out. Not only am I a middle-aged white guy. By the way, thanks for the middle-age line. <laughs> thanks, pal. I appreciate that. I'm not uh, that far behind. Uh, okay, well, that's not the point. The point is I'm also – ready? Ready? I'm also Jewish, okay? So I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm Christian, so I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm conservative. I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm an American. got a lot of people that don't like me right there. I mean, you see where we're going with this? And and I have a talk show. <laughs> so that's just, you put all those together. Uh, you got points, me left. Yeah, I love I, you, buddy. I mean, come on. You know, just because they love me doesn't mean uh, they're right. And just because they hate me doesn't mean they're wrong. It's incredible. And it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple. And there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But 
you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I like Thursdays. I don't know something about them. Uh, Here's your first trivia question. Who said this? Who said this? So you have to identify the Bible person. Okay? Not character in the sense that they're not characters in a fictional story. The person. Who said this? Ready? Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? Who said that? Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? Remember, this person's talking in the third third person. Uh, nine, so don't get mixed up by that. Uh, 972-445-0770. Okay. Joy, Ann, and Cordelia strike first. I want to point that out right off the bat. Uh, the text, 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. The trivia question again, uh, shall a child be, be born unto him that is 100 years old? Who said that? That's a... Fantastic question right there. Let's see. Yeah, somebody's calling in. Uh, we got people texting in, so it's happening all around us, uh, which we like. Uh, like, pray for me this weekend. I'm really going to try to get a lot of more, a uh, lot more schooling done, so I can have kind of a break between this and the what they call the ABD. You know what ABD is? It's all but defense. That means you've done everything but your defense. They actually have a title for that. It's just like, how weird is that? Just like, I haven't finished yet. That's what it should be. That should be the title. Anyhow, be in prayer for me uh, in regards to that. And I do want to say something. Props to one of our faithful listeners. I don't know if she'll hear this or not. Not going to use her name, but but she sent me an email. And uh, when I first read it, you know, I was like, hey, no problem. And then I read it again this morning. So sometimes it takes me a couple of seconds for things to happen, right? Because the brain doesn't always work perfectly. And uh, this wonderful uh, sister in the Lord just said, I don't want a bumper sticker because I don't want people to know, <laughs> I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm not like driving the way that I probably should be. And I was thinking that is so funny. It is just so funny. It's so legendary of what what like what we're like. It's like that's a perfect example. Oh, I love the bumper sticker. I can't put it on because I don't drive that way. <laughs> it's like hilarious so anyway i just wanted to give props out for that i thought that was like genius genius and brilliant at the same time somebody's ready to answer the trivia question send them on through knock knock this is david who am i talking to this is gary how are you doing today i'm doing pretty good gary how are you feeling today well, I'm making it. I'm about to go wash some clothes. All right. Sorry. That's because so you caught it, got, got you at a good time just before you're doing the, the clothes washing. That's all right. All right. Which major, major Bible person said, so it's just straightforward, shall a child be born unto him that's 100 years old? Uh, I believe that was Abraham. That is correct, sir! 
You are right. People guessing, and they were right. Excellent job because Abraham, and he talked third person, so that's what people don't realize. It's like you're gonna a hundred year old guy is gonna have a kid, you know that kind of thing. It's like, and the Lord was like, "Yeah, that's what's gonna happen." Nothing's like, impossible with God. That's exactly, brother. Exactly. Excellent job. Way to start the show off. Very, very good. I appreciate it. Okay, and I'll keep praying for all of you. Thank you, brother. God bless you. All right. Excellent call by our brother. Love it. Okay. That uh, gets the ball rolling. All right. Let's get back into – am I missing something? <laughs> Somehow I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know. Let's get back into the text. Uh, I want to make sure I say this right because I've written this out for two weeks from today to be much more elaborate than I'm going to do today. And there's a reason, so you'll understand. But verse 29 of this text, so 1 John chapter 3, we just did verse 24. Now little children remain in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. Verse 29, if you know that he is righteous, you also know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. I'm going to go into a deep dive in about two weeks on the phrase and the understanding of practicing righteousness. But before we do that, I want us, because it's, it's brought up again in chapter 3 in the first couple of verses. But before we get into that, I want to talk about this. And this is kind of an important element for you and I to walk in as Christians. We are in an absolutely, utterly nutsy, cuckoo cultural war all over the place. All right? It is it is impossible for the world now for themselves to determine light from darkness and darkness from light. We can see it more clearly now than ever before, the things which align with God's word and the things which do not align with God's word. Somehow in my spirit, I sense that's probably a big part of the plan. It's just getting more distinct. Like, yep, over people over here and people over there. And there it goes. Okay. And I'm not talking about uh, the being in the middle. I'm not saying about what I'm saying is it's just getting more definitive on sides on who are sheep and who are goat. All right. So, what people don't like is when you say something like abortion is murder. And by the way, abortion is murder. Okay. You can be forgiven for murder, by the way. Paul was. But it's still murder. So let's not try and glorify it, which is the most bizarre thing ever. Women glorifying that they're getting abortions. Like, what is wrong with you people? And uh, by the way, men, uh, men cannot be women and they cannot get pregnant. Okay, if you're not under sure, sure how that works, after you've read your Bible, go re-rent Kindergarten Cop and listen to the little boy speak to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you will understand everything you need to know. And then the last thing here is that the government is not God. And so if we stand in God's truth and practice it, we know we're his. If we're on the side of the world in these issues, then we're not his. And this is what's really coming down to it. God is making a greater distinction between the sheep and the goat. God is making a, ba- a greater designation. People use titles and phrases and semantics all the time. That doesn't mean a thing. The people that might even say, we did this in your name and this in your name and this in your name are the same people who are Jesus is going to say, get away from me. I don't know you. And it's going to come down to that. And you, as a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, can often 
quickly tell who's really a brother or sister or who's not. In fact, anytime you meet somebody and they make some kind of profession of faith, you can almost tell immediately if it's a little suspect. It's like, okay. It's like, I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's the Holy Spirit operating in us for the discerning of spirits or, or whatever the case may be. But my point in bringing this all up to to each other for, for us to understand is you you practice and function in the truth as God has defined truth, just like you practice and function in love as God has defined love. If you told the world that love involves discipline, they would tell you you're nuts. But if you believe in Jesus, he is absolutely clear that he disciplines those he loves. So it's just like, okay, pick, because you can't live on both sides of it. You can't be a mugwomp with your mug on one side and your womp on another. That ain't going to work. You're going to have to pick a side. You're going to have to choose, okay? And the idea, just so you can know, this idea, well, it's much more honorable to be centrist. When Jesus comes back, I want to see all the people that said that. <laughs> just want to see all the people. I was centrist. Uh, so Jesus goes, ah, so you weren't for me then, right? <laughs> it's like that's going to be a disaster, right? And why I'm saying that is because I'm not asking you to join an allegiance or a political party or a movement or anything. I'm telling you exactly what the Scripture is telling us. Remain in him. Be firm in that commitment that you've made to him. Know what his truth has to say. Stand in that truth immovable. Never deviate because the world doesn't like it or never deviate because your family doesn't like it. Too bad. You have to answer to God, and you will stand before God and give an account, and you're not going to be able to say, well, this is how I felt about it. Nobody cares, and I'm not saying that to be a rude person. I'm saying when you stand before God, that is not going to be an excuse for you and I to just ignore what God has declared. We go back to the simple premise that if God created the universe and you believe that, and you don't believe that he can write a book, you're serving a false God. There you go. You're like, what? If you believe God could speak and a universe can exist— but you don't believe that God can write a book. There's something wrong with you, not with God, okay? At least the world has the courage to say we don't believe in any of it. (laughs) That would be almost better because it's better to be hot or cold than to be lukewarm. I think I've read that somewhere. I I have to, oh, yeah, that's in the Bible in Revelation chapter 3. Wouldn't you know it? All right, we'll take our break, and I can't promise softer, but I can promise you more fun. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been What is the David Spoon Experience? I got this this morning, and uh, and it came from Alice Coleman. And I just want to say, she said it's a praise report to share. So I am assuming it's okay to share since it's a praise report to share. I kind of go with it. And I want to read it, if that's okay. And I just want you to hear how brothers and sisters petition. I mean, petition the Lord. And there's times where God says, yes. Listen to this. 
And she even writes it. Uh, beautifully, beautiful job by Alice, by the way. This uh, may seem like a minor issue, but it could have gotten much worse quickly. I'm, fo- I'm fostering Mama Cat and her four kittens until they're ready to go to their forever homes. On Tuesday, I got a bit too close to the Mama Cat, and she swatted my hand. I had a few scratches, so I cleaned them up and applied antibiotics. In just a few hours, I had a swollen hand, red with infection, and it spread beyond my wrist. My doctor had same-day appointments if needed. However, I didn't have my car since it was being repaired. The only thing left was for me to pray for healing for my hand. Isn't that amazing that sometimes get, you're in the position and the, le- the, the only thing left to do is call upon God? She writes, as I watched the infection spread over my hand, my hand began to throb. I knew I needed help. I asked God for healing over and over again. On Wednesday, it looked really bad, and I kept asking God for healing. Let me just commend Alice for push, pushing until something happens. About mid-morning on Wednesday, my hand quit throbbing. Then I noticed that the infection was no longer spreading. Later Wednesday, the infection seemed to be getting smaller. By Wednesday evening, it was definitely clearing up. By bedtime, the infection was gone away. Thursday morning, the infection was completely gone. I praise God for healing the infection. It was only by his intervention that my hand was healed. It's amazing that our great and holy father can care so much that he is willing to heal a hand infection of one of his children. I think that's a fantastic testimony. So mega props, mega props to Alice for doing that. Great job. And I hope that was okay that I shared it. And see, the point is you can pray. You can approach the Lord. And the Lord, you know what? He might say no. I like what Troy said. Sometimes God will say no. It's like that's the end of it. You're done. But sometimes he allows you to keep petitioning. And the reason he does is because the more you pursue him, the closer connected to him you become. And more of your genuine, real faith has to emerge. See, if you just asked and God did it every time you just asked one time, it'd be like God would be like a genie. Well, God's not a genie. He's your heavenly father, needs to be pursued, wants to have a wonderful relationship with you. And so the more you pursue, the more he gets to spend time with you, which is what he wants in the first place, what he wanted with Adam and Eve. The David Spoon Experience.